Well, I've, <laughs> I was actually going to go into banking or economics, something to do with economics or estate agent because all the books were closed for taking on new nurses into nursing schools. I even applied to the Royal Navy to be a nurse, but um, they suggested that I became a nurse outside of the Royal Navy and then joined the Royal Navy. And it was just by chance my friend who had started nursing in a local town called Ashington said, well, there seemed to be opening a new school in Newcastle. And it was a three hospitals. It was the Freeman Hospital, which was a quite brand new hospital. Hmm. And the two older hospitals, Royal Victoria Infirmary and the General. And they opened their books and I applied and I got taken on pretty quick. I had to write an essay for it, my life and why I want to be a nurse. Um, wrote about bandaging teddy bears and things that, yes, I was destined to be a nurse. Um, so, yes, yeah, so what, how, how they did the training was you did six weeks introductory course where you did one or two practical type stuff a lot of classroom stuff and then you, you know you had all your vaccinations and blah 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 all, all the health and safety stuff and then you were allocated wards the first ones were just general surgery or general medicine but because Freeman was so Freeman Hospital was so specialized and I was based at Freeman Hospital they, t they were specialized <laughs> so my first ward was um, male urology. Now, I was 18, just say turned 18, very naive, very sheltered upbringing. And my friend, more or less the same as me, and we went to our personal tutor and we said, well, what is urology? We'd never heard of it before. And apparently, and he said, with a very red face, because he's quite a young lad as well. And he said, well, actually, it's sort of um, <laughs> male surgery from the waist downwards. So, Oh, okay. <laughs> so we did 10 weeks of that. And then we had a week in school, two weeks off, week in school, and then we did 10 weeks medicine. And that's basically how it all went, that you did a week in school, 10 weeks on the ward, a week consolidation, two weeks holiday, and that's how it tended to go on. Mm, what else can I tell you? Um, it, it's just so difficult to try and remember. Um, yeah, so, so first year was general surgery, general medicine, and 10 weeks of night duty. Uh, couldn't get to grips with night duty. Ended up in emergency admission suite for a night because I just couldn't adjust to night duty. So we had handover at nine o'clock at night. And then as soon as we were on the wards, when the lights went down, just couldn't cope with it, was throwing up, really not oh happy God. about life. So I went to admission suite and they put me to bed for the night. Uh, the next night I went back on the wards. Again, wasn't very happy about it, felt very, very sickly. And I had a really nice night sister who came on who looked after the four wards where we were. And she sat me down with a cup of tea and toast. And that was me set for night duty, and I loved it. So um, that was my night duty. Second year was, well, we called it, it was geriatric medicine then. It's now called care of the elderly, I think. And we did psychiatric for 10 weeks. And we did, uh, what was the second year? Maternity. And then it was senior nights, senior um, medicine, senior surgery. That's interesting because I kind of, I was interested, I was, chatting to dad about this the, the the sort of attitude to the job when it's more when you, you know you're coming out of school and going into nursing school so it's kind of almost more of an apprenticeship yeah. um and and i guess kind of attitude and the focus of that compared to going to university to get a degree 
to be a nurse. My, my night sister had a, a theory about this. She worked in Africa for a long time in her career and she was a typical sort of matrony like night sister. Uh, a lot of people didn't really like her. I don't know how I got on with her so well, but I did. But she said it was more to do with the fact that nurses wanted the same recognition and pay scale as doctors. But to have that, that it would have to work towards actually having a degree to be able to achieve that. As I say, I think it had changed when I started my training, and that was to say the registered general nurse. But even through the three years when I was a qualified nurse to start with, they were changing it again because they had this new Project 2000 that was being hailed as was going to be the, the very new sort of generation of nurses and it was going to be far better and better training. So the night sister was already trying to prepare us for it. And a okay. lot of the nurses that I trained with who were still in the, the hospital where I was working and the older nurses as well was a bit um, against all trying to do things new ways whereas the night sister taught, sort of persuaded me to give it a go and we sort of worked it because it was a different way of working on the wards um, instead of everybody work because there was three of you on night duty and instead of the three of you working the whole ward of 30 patients you would split your two junior nurses into two sides of the ward so I would put one of the nurses to the first two six-bedded bays in the first lot of cubicles and the other nurse would have the other ones and then you would be the floater between them and you'd sort of as you were settling the ward down for the night they would deal with their areas and I would deal with the whole ward because you would go around do your checks when you first came on the ward and then you would go around and do the drugs but then it all fell down when it came to breaks because I would be off the ward and they only knew their own sides they didn't know the whole ward so if they needed help at one side they only had that other one person who didn't know anything so yeah mm. okay. um the students that I had on the ward I don't know how it was changing for them but they certainly came on the ward and thought they knew best and sometimes you felt that some of the students were a bit dangerous because they were trying to change things too quickly or they would disagree with you um, and not take it that you, you know, knew the ward, you knew the patients, you knew how things worked. So sometimes it was a bit of, yeah, not happy. We had a feeling that it would eventually change to university, but having a a training where you're actually on the wards. I mean, even after the six weeks introductory, yes, we thought we were going to go out there and we knew best and we were going to change everything when we got out in the wards. But as soon as you were on the wards, you just thought, yeah, that's just crazy. It's not an ideal world out here. Had it been an ideal world, it would have been great and it would have worked fantastically. But it just wasn't, it wasn't like that when you got on the wards. Well, um, the thing was as well, when I did my return to practice, that sort of showed you exactly how much it changed because that was in 2000, around about 2000, 2002 or something. Mm. Yeah, it must have been around about 2002. And I had a big folder of all this work I had to go through, all this paperwork I had to go through. And there was um, multiple choice tests at the end of each section that I had to send away to be marked. All the things that he did on award had to be research-based and had to be audited and things like that. Whereas, yes, when I was working on the wards, some of the things were research-based, especially for things like pressure sores. But 
when I was working, you still had the older sisters who obviously had their way of thinking in the way they'd been trained as well. So there were some practices that we thought, no, you really don't want to be doing that, you know, or even down to some sisters where, you know, when you're making beds that you had to have the the opening for a pillowcase away from the door just because that's the way they'd always done it. That's because an older sister told them how to do it. And even now at home, when I'm making beds, I like the orphan. (laughs) And that's from my first ward as a student nurse that I still do that just because that was the way it was done. And I mean, you know, something obvious like, well, you you don't have bedding touching the floor for reasons of bacterial infection and all the rest of it. And even now, the idea of bedding being on the floor, (laughs) that's how much it gets into your head. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, you see, the thing is, just after I qualified, that's when they did another restructuring. That's when they brought in the new grades for nursing. Mm. And there was a whole big hoo-ha because all of us newly qualified nurses, especially the ones on night duty, because on night duty, it was always a staff nurse who was in charge of the ward. So we were graded as E grade, whereas the enrolled nurses who'd been qualified for years and years and years, worked on the wards for years and years and years, were only a D or a C grade. But it was supposed to be that you were given the grade as to what your responsibility, your role and responsibilities were. So they saw it, I think, quite justifiably that they had these newly qualified nurses coming on the ward and they were straight in an E grade, whereas they'd worked for years and years and they were there to more or less teach the newly qualified nurse what to do and they were only either a C or a D grade so yes so then because we were E grade we had to be in charge of the wards at night so right from being qualified that was me in charge of a ward at night with two other nurses and it was 30 bedded ward. Uh, You mentioned this earlier on uh, about the about you returning to nursing. Oh Um, yes. You know aside from the fact that this time around you had children um mm. and and a family how different was it like what was that experience like returning to it and your experience of kind of going back into the health system some would have been 10 10 years by this point 10 years yeah i think catherine must have been at primary school it might have been before she started primary school when i was at home doing the, the huge file of work but definitely when i went back on the wards um she must have been primary school because I was working 10 till 2 on the wards. But um, yes, yeah, so because I'd been out of nursing for 10 years, I had not only the big file to get through, but I had to do 150 hours of unpaid work to get my registration back. Oh, now, wow. initially, when I registered, when I first registered, it used to be that once you were a registered nurse, you were registered for life. So that if you ever wanted to go back on the bank or whatever, you know, you could go back on the bank. You might have a bit of introduction or something like that. So I had to do 150 hours on the wards. So they asked me which ward I wanted to go on to. So, of course, I said liver gastroenterology because that's where I did my three years qualified nurse. So not only was it all the the paperwork and as I say all this thing about auditing and if you were on the wards you should really be doing some sort of research you should be doing some sort of auditing and I just thought I haven't a clue what I would do I haven't a clue how I would do it because that's not something that we ever did but um, went on to the wards there was an awful lot of things that had to be signed off by the sister to show that I'd 
done it. I think it was quite nice for them to have me on the ward. I was supposed to be supernumerary, but of course I wasn't. But I think having that extra pair of hands who more or less knew what or should have known what she was doing was quite useful because wards are always short staffed. They're always after other staff. Um, it was a big difference. So having been in charge of a ward for three years and then not to be in charge of a ward. Um, and when you're with the qualified staff, yes, they were grateful for the fact that you knew what you were doing and they could just leave you to it. But it was doing things other people's ways. And this sister, for all, she was a lovely sister that I had, but she wanted to be more hands-on looking after patients, but she couldn't. She was in the office most of the time doing paperwork. Mm. And I think that was a big change to what it used to be. And um, the students were a bit different as well. They, they weren't as, maybe as a student, I hadn't been as challenging if I didn't think something was right. I'd been qualified, I knew what I was doing. So I was a bit more challenging, I think, to, to what was going on. But I can't remember making beds and things. Now, when I trained and worked, if I'd worked days when I'd worked my night duty, I would have had to be making beds and all sorts of things. So there was lots of things that changed compared to when I was working. And things like you you had a machine that counted the drips on an intravenous drip going into a person. We had to do a calculation and work oh, out wow. how many drops. And we had to count drops per minute. <laughs> to, 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 you know, if you had a 500 mil bag of fluid to go in over four hours, we had a, an equation to do <laughs> to oh, wow. work out how many drops per minute. And you had to count drops per minute to get it just right. Oh, wow. But okay. When I went back, it was all machine. And of course, I had the pulse oximeter things that go over your fingers to measure how much oxygen in your blood and <laughs> nothing like that and um, I mean we had the mercury the old-fashioned mercury thermometers and shake them down you know put them under somebody's tongue always breaking and you would have them in a little cardboard kidney bowl <laughs> and you could guarantee somebody would drop the whole blooming lot so you would have all these broken thermometers on the ground mercury everywhere but now, of course, they've got the um, the ones that you, you had a cover on it and you just put it in somebody's ear. <laughs> in blood pressure machines, automatic blood pressure machines, you just wrap it around, press a button, it does the blood pressure. None of this thing, balancing it on a bed, wrapping it around somebody's arm and then pumping it up and having to listen and things like that. Yeah, times had moved on. <laughs> Like how much of that was was kind of like a culture shock? Did it still feel oh, like, oh, I know what I'm doing? Or is it just like, this is a completely different world? It wasn't that it was a completely different world because patients are patients. If the patient needs washing, patient needs washing. Still the same. If, person, if a person needs a drug, they need a drug. It was just like all the gadgets. And it's like, oh, wow, this makes life so much easier. <laughs> but I think one thing I found though, on some of the general medical wards, oh, it was, that was I think that was when I went back on the nurse bank. It was how surprised the patients were if you spent time with them and talked to them, just talked generally to them. You know, so if you were giving them a wash, getting them ready or whatever, and you would chat to them about their lives, and they seemed quite surprised that somebody would do that. I mean, it might have just been that ward, it might have been for whatever reason, but they just seem to sort of be a bit surprised that somebody would spend the time and talk to them and get to know them. 
that was everything I had. So, I mean, if, unless there's anything else you want to mention or anything else you want to say or anything else you want to talk about. Nurses um, don't make beds anymore. Sorry, I have to get that in. Okay. Nurses don't, they don't, <laughs> they don't make beds anymore on the morning. I mean, I know it's, it takes up a huge amount of time, but it's a really good time to get to know patients is when you're doing beds because they're nearly always sitting next to their bed while you're making their beds. I think they have bed makers or something now. I'm not okay. sure I could be wrong on that. But yes, we used to make beds and it's just so much nice because you get to speak to the patients, spend time with patients. Hmm. Okay. So, cool. I, I, I will, I will s- squeeze that in somewhere. 